Good evening, folks. This is Jay from Jay Talk. And of course, we have Mr. Effort, Nick from the Nick Drop. Hey, that's a little different than the other thing. There you go. There you go, man. So, <laughs> in a good mood today. That's why. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Yeah, man. So, we should all be in good moods every day. That's, yes, we that's should the all be in a positive, positively motivated good mood. Yes. Yes. And have integrity. And have integrity. And give forth effort. Yes. So, and that's going to lead into our wonderful show today. <laughs> yeah. So this was really interesting. I, I, just a little bit about this. This was really funny. I saw this, you know, me and Nick exchange TikToks all the time. Right. And, and I saw this one and I thought it was like, okay, this is pretty funny. But it essentially was a guy who's like, five things that women put in their dating profiles that make me want to run for the hills. And, and I was like, okay, this was actually kind of funny, you know? And so yeah. I listened and I wrote them all down and not every word he said, but you know, the five different things. And, and so I just, I just thought it was funny. So, you know, I wanted to take what he said, but put our opinions on them and our spin on it, you know? Yeah. And so not necessarily, I don't, I mean, no offense, he's got his own opinions, but, um, you know, and then maybe we come up with one or two of those profile items that make us want to run from the hills, because these may not, you know what I mean? Run for the hills, not from the hills, sorry. But, okay, but it was very interesting. It, it Just hearing his point of view on the whole thing was very, uh, he made some good points on some of them. I will say, he yeah. really did, so. Okay. So the one interesting thing before we get started, the one interesting thing that I thought about though was he. I, I don't know if you cut out the, all the things that he says, he's going to go through hundreds of women, men, women, whatever. He's going to this particular guy we're going to focus on. Right. He says are the red flags for women, but yeah, you you're going to go through hundreds, hundreds. Right. Right. I think he's more picky than I am, and that's saying a lot. You know, when we get into this conversation, there are going to be some things, and you know me, my picky level starts off low, right? You know, and then progressively goes up. But I'm starting to get more picky right off the bat. Right. So you start yeah. off picky, and then you start to relax a little bit. Yeah. After a while, it's like, geez, is there anybody out there? Okay, I'm gonna. You know. Well, no, no, no. What I was going to say is this. If you start off really picky, okay, and you're like, okay, yeah, I don't want this, I don't want that, I want this, I don't want that. When she finally is a flag, well, then it's a yellow flag. It's not necessarily a red flag because you've already eliminated all the red flags. Right. That's, that's, that was kind of my whole thing. It's like, okay, all my red flags are out of the way, and all the little yeah. things... Some of those, they're yellow flags you can work through, you know? It's, it's kind of you're a little more relaxed and you're a little more whatever. So that's why I meant by, you know, kind of slacking off maybe a little bit, being more relaxed about things. Right. So, and I've got a couple that weren't red flags, but then I dated somebody 
where they became red flags, and we'll talk about that. Oh, yeah, good, good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, we're, we're going to dive right in because um, we've got things we've got to do, and we're going to be just, just jumping straight into this one. Okay, right. so this one was an interesting one because I understood his point. But, okay, number one, my kids will always be my priority. Right. Okay, so I, I like the point he made. So, okay, and I've made this comment too. Right now, my kids are my priority. Right. Okay, and I think everyone can understand that, but they will not be my priority forever. Yeah, this guy was on the assumption that it was forever. Right. The kids will always be my priority. Well, you're going to grow up and move out. That's what he was saying. Right, exactly. And I, and I thought that was a very valid point. It's sort of like, it goes back to, you know, a lot of people, the, a lot of people, the reason some of their marriages fail is because they put the kids first and not each other first. See, and that was one of the big points I was going to make about that. If your marriage is not a united front, right, the kids are going to grow up not as well-rounded and have boundaries and rules and set things like that. In my marriage, if we, one of the kids got in trouble and we together talked about it and decided, okay, we're going to ground him for the TV for a week or something like that, right? Right. The next day I'd come home and the kids sitting there and watch TV. He's like, oh, I, I just need him to do it because I don't, you know. And I'm like, but you, if I did that, you would, you know, just go ahead and whatever, you know. Right. right. She'd be mad at you but, for not supporting her or something. Yeah. I know. But it's okay for you to do it. I mean, there are situations like that where, you know, you can't. One of the best, I mean, the best well-rounded families were the ones where the husband and wife, no matter what, were on the same page all the time. Right, right. No, yeah. Kids grew up. I mean, my kids, you couldn't get them out of bed. You know, we would freeze eggs and throw them in their bed. So you can't get away from a frozen egg. You know that, right? Yeah, exactly. So, And I'd shoot them with a water gun. And these kids, it still take them 30 minutes to get out of bed. This family I'm talking about, they would walk in and go, good morning, it's time to get up, and them kids would pop right up out of bed. They're straight-A students. They don't do drugs. They don't drink. They're home when they're supposed to. They do what they're told. How did they do that? Structure. All three of their kids. Structure. But, yeah. it's, but it's a united so, front structure, but yes. Yes. Yeah. Those yeah, yeah. two, no matter what, right. whether they got mad at one another or they didn't like whatever they said. Right. They followed it to the letter, and then later, after everybody was in bed, you know, why'd you do that? I right. felt uncomfortable, you know, and they communicated. Right. Well, you know, and so, it's, it's funny because you talk about that, but that's not the only thing. So a good example, okay, the really interesting thing is my aunt and uncle, they still had date night. Right. You know, all through their marriage, they still had a date night. Okay, that was their night for them to be together because the kids can take away from your whole thing. But okay, so he, here's the important thing. Okay, folks, just think about this. When you have kids, 
God gifted you kids, okay, for a husband and wife to raise. A husband and wife as a team. That is the, 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 the number one thing there. Think about this. It's no longer yes. you and me. It's us. Yes. We're a team, okay? And, and that team needs to be not just united, but they also need to uh, help each other, focus on each other, romantic, you know, emotional you know, needs, things like that. It's not just the united front to the kids, but it's also, you know, are you giving them the emotional support? Because a lot of people will give the emotional support to the kids, but then neglect the emotional support for their spouse. Yes. And, and that's a huge thing. That's, you know, it's a huge thing. Yeah, that happens a lot in this world. Yes, and that's why we have a lot of problems with marriages failing, because people are so focused on, you know, and, and like he said, your kids, after a while, they're going to want nothing to do with you. They're going to have their own families. They're going to have their own kids. And I'm exaggerating. Right. They're going to want to bring their grand, the grandkids around. But you know what? Once a week, once every other week, once a month. You well, know? if you're not a united front, what's going to end up happening is when, the kid, when your kids have kids, they're going to dump them off at your house for a weekend. Yes. You know, so that they can go out and party and do, you know. Right. You know, that's, that's the way my, my oldest has a kid. And he comes to see his dad because the kid lives in Florida. Wife, they're divorced. Right. He gets his kid for two weeks in the summertime, and he doesn't spend a whole day with him in the entire two weeks. Oh. He picks him up from the airport, takes him to his mama's house, hangs out for a couple hours, leaves. Comes back the next day, hangs out for a couple hours, may not come back for two or three days. And then at the end of two weeks, he picks his kid up and takes him back to the airport. Okay. Now, I turned down promotions to be able to coach my kids and be around my kids instead of working 16-hour days. So I know for a fact he didn't get that from me. Yeah, exactly. I know. You know? I know. It was the bad dynamic that we had. We weren't a united front. Right. So, you know, the kids could do no wrong. And if I punished them before she got a chance to do anything, like if I took his cell phone away from him because he was doing something on it and I saw him, the next day he'd have a cell phone back. You know, things like that. Right, right. Yeah. So the, no. the kid, they learn to disrespect their parents and authority. Yes, 100%. So, yeah, that's a problem. I, yeah. I kind of went on a rant on that. but No, but it's a, it's a valid point. You weren't getting the emotional support you needed in that situation right. right you know let's just be honest i mean yep. so you know and that affects all other aspects of your relationship it affects yes, it did. you know your physical attraction a lot of the other things just all kind of because no offense um there's a difference between you know i think i saw a really funny tiktok about you know how there are some guys that will secretly make their girlfriend or wife a little upset. And the reason they do that is because they look hot when they're angry. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, but the, there's a difference between that and that kind of no integrity disrespect. That's right. those are two different scenarios. Yes. 
you know, so. You got, you have, if you grew up in a household where your parents yelled and argued all day, all the time. Yeah. When you grow up, no matter who your spouse is, that's normal to you. Yeah, and that's sad. So you're immediately going to thrash it negative, you know. Right, exactly. You're going to find somebody you argue and you're going to think that's normal and splitting up is normal or running away from the problem is normal. I mean, yeah, we teach our I mean, kids that. Yeah, and I dated somebody and I'm in my I'm at home in my place, she's at her place, right? And we don't normally, you know, we set our alarms or do whatever. Every once in a while we'll have coffee, like FaceTime coffee, but not every day. And it's not every day that she has to call to get me out of bed and I have to call to get her out of bed, right? Right. We we never do that. But one morning, I got up and did my thing and did the coffee and I texted her and she didn't respond. So I waited. By the time I was about to walk out the door, I just figured she was up busy and didn't see the phone, whatever, right? right? So we get up to walk out the door. I'm like, I haven't heard from her. So I got in the truck and I called her. She was still asleep. She didn't hear the alarm. First thing out of her mouth, why didn't you wake me up? So now you're late. She's late. And now she's putting the onus on me. Yeah. Blaming me. You start that typical, my parents did it. So it's natural and second nature for me to do it. It's hard for people to get out of that. Well, and, and here's the problem is a lot of people don't want to, they do not want to own up to their own mistakes. It's your fault for either one, pointing out my mistake, or two, not helping me prevent the mistake. Okay? I, there's no self-accountability. Right. So, yeah, and that, that makes that whole, you know, my kids will always be my priority. Well, if you don't have any self-accountability, yeah, it's just going to make a problem. So, yeah. any last that, comments on that one? Because we need, we got five of them. I want to make sure we give them all five. I want to say this comment, because you just kind of brought it up, that I posted on Facebook tonight. And it says, a narcissist wants the authority of a king while having the accountability of a toddler. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. I love that. I loved it so much I posted it. There you go. And that's what we're talking about, accountability. You have to have that accountability. Yes, yes. So... Okay, we're going to move on to number two. Right. Are we ready? Yes. Yes. I'll never message you first. He says a woman says, I'll never message you first. In her dating profile. If she says, I'll never message you first in her dating profile, that's when he'll run for the hills. Man, and you know what? I'm 100% on board with that. You know why? And I've said it in a thousand of our podcasts, and I know I've said it more than once. There's nothing more frustrating than when somebody sends you a like or sends you a text message and you ask them a question and they hit you back with a one-word answer. Right. That's the end of the conversation. Yes. Yeah. Like, hey, do you like, do you like uh, shuffleboard? Yes. <laughs> I know. It's like, <laughs> okay. That's the end of the conversation. Yeah. How do you, you know, how do you push out of somebody? <laughs> you know, their profile says, <laughs> I'm just me. If you want to know, ask. Okay. 
I'll ask. You like shuffleboard? Yes. <laughs> do you wear shoes to work? You know, I would say something crap. You know, yeah. do you wear shoes when you go to work? Yes. And that's it. Yeah. Of course are I do. Ask, <laughs> are you going to ask me any questions? Ghosted. No. Yeah, exactly. What is that? I know. I mean, I'm not going to chase. <laughs> I'm not going to chase. This thing fires me up more than anything. I'm not, I know. I'm going to make an effort. If you're responding with zero effort, you're going to get zero effort back from me. Right. Now, I had this one lady. We texted a couple times, and I sent her my Facebook profile so she could actually get to know who I am outside of that and see what I post. Right. She never posted right. me, never responded to it. I said, did you get a chance to stalk my Facebook page? Yes. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, we're done with that. <laughs> Three, four, five days later, I get a, hey, question mark. And I'm like, hey, question mark right back. <laughs> I you should have done that. Hey, exclamation mark. <laughs> so, oh, there you go. I should have done that. But then she goes, you know, the Astro, you know, whatever. Did you watch the game tonight? And I'm like, no, you're not a fan. I'm like, I just didn't get a chance to watch the game. And she's like, oh, that was it. Three or four or five days later. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. And I'm like, did you get a chance to check out my profile? Oh, no, I'm going to have to do that. Three or four days later. And I'm going. What it you know? What's the dynamic here? So I just quit responding, and I still, hey, hey, I sent her my profile, my cell phone number to try to give her text me. She won't do it. Okay, I I, 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 I that one that one that was part of the introduction when I introduced you because you're constantly looking for someone to match your effort, Mister Effort. Yes, you actually give the effort to try to get to know someone. And it really drags you down when they just don't make the effort. Now, the beauty of it is we're going to roll this one in to number four, because I think this one and number four tie together really well. Okay. Right. So, but yeah, I will agree with you. I've been on a couple conversations where these women, you, you know, you ask them a question and like you said, they give that one word answer and they make give a small you know, or maybe even a three-word answer, but they don't ask anything right. back. They don't make the effort to get to know you. It's almost like they don't care. It's about me. Don't you know that? It, it's about right. me. I don't give a damn about you. It's about me. That's exactly the way it goes. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> I mean, all the time. Right. I have yet to this day have somebody match my energy when it comes to that, because if they came at me with questions... I would respond and ask a question and we would, it would just keep going. And I would get to the point where like, look, let's just solve this problem right now. Here's my number, text me and I'll call you. Right. Let's do it over the phone. Right. <laughs> that's when, and that's when it gets ghosted right there. It's like, Oh no. You know, right. I actually had a lady, I asked a lady tech, give me your number and I'll call you. And she's like, go give me yours first. I'm like, Okay. You know, and we talked for five minutes, and she was over the top, slosh drunk, slurring her words. So I was like, "Yeah, well, yeah, no, I don't um, need another uh, crazy first date number three. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> almost end up at jail. <laughs> it just, I just, it yeah. drives me crazy. Yeah, it doesn't. 
he says. No, and, and see, in that one, I will agree with him because it's that one is really tough. I mean, I understand women are looking for this, you know, whatever. I mean, they're the funny thing is, and, and you can hate me for saying this, folks, but there are a lot of women that are looking for that white knight, um, the chivalry. But they want to be independent, and they want to be feminist, and they want to be... And I'm sorry, women. You can't have it both ways. Cannot have it both ways. Exactly. So, you know, I don't... You can say it all you want. I'll be my nice guy sitting at home, happy in my house. I, I don't yep. need to be go chasing some crazy-ass... Excuse my language. Crazy-ass woman. <laughs> so... Well, I mean, back in the day, Brad Pitt was like the king of the... The sexiest man alive, and George Clooney, and all these guys, right? Right. How, how do you think they got there? How? I mean, honestly, because they, they are stand-up men. They're hard workers. They're right. focused on them themselves and their career. Right. If you want to be a part of that, your independence goes out the window. You've got to be a part of them. You have to be a part of them. Yes. See, now I'm looking for the women that are like that. Yes. I want to be a part of them. Go do your job. Go do that. But do I only you, have a few small boundaries. Don't cheat. Well, but you also want them to be a part of you. Right. Yes. yes. They have to yes. They have to show me a, that I'm important to them. Yes. Not every single second of every single day. Right. But they need to learn to make time for the relationship. Yes. Right. So, I mean, a good example for me, okay? Say I dated a girl and she loves going to Astros games. Right. Okay. I don't go to Astros games. Now, I do like watching the Astros games live. I think it's cool. Not big on yeah. TV, but when they're in the playoffs, I'll watch them on the TV. So, okay. You know, it's not that I dislike the Astros. I actually do like the Astros. I, I really do. I've been trying to watch the World Series as much as I can. But, you know, I'm just not a big baseball guy on TV. Just not my right. thing. Okay. Yeah. So, but. If I was dating a girl or, you know, we were serious or something like that, you know, I would sit and watch baseball with her because that's her thing. Okay. I have no problem with that. But this is the match my effort. If I sat and watched 100 games over the summer with her and then she didn't want to go to RenFest with me, how long do you think that relationship would last? Not long at all. <laughs> I'd be kicking that girl to the curb in a heartbeat. Yep. You know? That, and that's, yeah, that's the thing, too. I was, what if she wouldn't, she's like, I don't want to watch uh, anime. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. You know, things like that, that's that's not matching your energy. Well, but see, and I wouldn't, that would, I wouldn't care about that one. Okay. Oh, I, it's kind of the same well, thing. Well, but it's though. the same thing. Yes, I hey, know what you're saying. But I mean, you're not it, a big fan about the Astros, but you'll go to the games. Now, here's another red flag. Okay. If we had planned a date night, yes. And all of a sudden there was a game, and she's like, I want to go to the game instead of our date night. Yes, I'd be pissed. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say, okay, go, go to the night, game. On our date night is quality time between the two of us. Right. Going to a game, to me, and changing the plans, if we had plans to go to the Outback for dinner, right, and we'll blow that off to go to the game, maybe once in a while, okay. But if you're gonna, can, if that game's more important and you're all about sports like men do, 
Yeah, I'd have a well, problem with that. Okay, now I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a good example. Okay, I I agree with you. Any normal game, you know, if she's like, "Hey, honey, I know we're supposed to go on a date tonight, but my boss just gave me really good tickets to the game." That's different. Okay, you would be yeah. like, "Okay, she called, she asked, she's give, somebody gave her tickets." Oh, okay. You know what? I, I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah. You know, she respected your opinion and wanted to make sure you were okay with it, not just say, hey, I got tickets to the Astros. We're canceling tonight. Let's go. Right. Yeah, that's not cool. No, that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and then if you came back and you were like, well, I have plans for, I already have a reservations. I already booked this. And it, she's like, okay, I'll just give the tickets to somebody else. The next time she came at you, though, you'd be like, okay, you know what? She understood the last time when it was mine. This yes. time I need to make an effort to, you know, and that's the difference though, is you've yes. got to make the effort. And so, you know, Absolutely. yeah. Now the anime thing, I don't, I'm not expecting any women to watch anime. I just use it as an example. I, I know, but, but see, yeah. I, the reason I'm making the comment is because if she's wanting me to watch bachelor, sorry, you're on your own. <laughs> see, I, I lived with somebody for two years. I know. And she watched. Religiously, she watched, oh, I don't know, a bunch of people get put in a house and they have to do all these things during Big the brother? day. Big Brother? Big Brother. Yes. And we and she's like, I want you to watch Big Brother with me. And I'm like, okay. I did not enjoy that. But yet, I got involved. I got into the show. I picked my winner. I got pissy about it in a fun way. Right. Know, like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, no. My guy's gonna or my girl, whoever, you know, right. I got into it because that was her thing. Right. See, and because yeah, because when I wanted to do my thing, she was in it a hundred percent. Well, and and so okay, that's kind of cool. That's really good. Yeah, okay. That was really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. But you know, they talk about everybody needs their own hobbies, their known thing. Okay. So that's why I made that comment. I I know that not all women are going to like anime, and I understand that. As long as you don't care that I watch it, I'm not expecting you to watch it. I don't care if you read your book next to me. I don't care if you, you know, do whatever. Some, you know, some that, people. There's your compromise. Read your book, surf your phone, sitting next to me while we're watching what I want to watch. Right. You know, and I don't care if she watches Bachelor while I'm sitting in my chair reading my book. Right. You know, or something like that. And that's the difference. You know, everybody has their own hobbies, you know, tinkering with whatever. She may want to do crochet or maybe wants to do knitting or, you know. He wants to be in the garage working on the car. Or exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Those are the things that, you know, that's why I said it's nice to have different hobbies, but it's also nice to come together and have joint hobbies. And sometimes yeah. it's nice for you to accept some of her hobbies and join her in, join in on them and her to do the same. So you're going to have separate, but sometimes you need to bring some of them together and work together on some of them because that's what makes the couple, you know? Right. So, like I like going to the bike rallies. Yes. And last year or year before, maybe a couple years ago, I was dating somebody. Love the bike rallies. So we both enjoyed that. Right. Then I went to the RenFest with you, and she looked at me, and she said, you will never get me to go to that. I'm like, okay. You know, and then she does her thing with one of her friends 
So it was a pretty decent balance when it came to that. Well, now see, that's good balance because she went to the bike rally, but she didn't go to Renfest. So, but Renfest is huge for me. You know, right. that's that's my. I mean, three times a year. Come on, that's that's yeah, my I mean, thing. No, yeah, yeah. I, but I mean, they, they have those farmers markets on Saturday mornings. I would go to that. I I've gone to them. It's not my favorite. I know. I did. You know, you always buy some cool stuff like local honey and you know jams and jellies and yes. Stuff like that, but that's not my thing. I don't want to get up early on a Saturday morning and trade, you know. <laughs> I know. Not all the time. So <laughs> yeah, that I know. was our balance. That was our balance. And, and see that that's a good balance. That's that's yes. a good one. So okay, are we ready to move on to three? Yes. Okay. Or no, was that number three? No, no yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, okay, two number three. Three rolled into each other. No, 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 no. Three is different. Sorry. Okay. All right. Number four was the one that's going to roll into two a little bit. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So number three. So uh, I know my worth. When a, when a woman says, I know my worth. Yes. Yeah. And I, I thought that was interesting. That one is tough because I'm not. That one doesn't necessarily make me run for the hills. Okay. Me either. It's not a negative comment. I understood his point. Right. I could see it from his point of view. I just don't know that I agree with his point of view. Right. Because he followed it up by saying that when she says, I know my worth, that means she's carrying a lot of baggage because the dates that she's had in the past, she felt like they were beneath. He didn't say beneath her. But he said that they weren't worthy of her. Right. So, maybe yeah, they didn't match the effort. Me. Maybe they didn't match whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like comparing you to her previous failed. She's set- yes. Yeah. yeah. So she's now not she's settling. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that was the good one. Is she's not going to settle for someone like her previous relationship. Right. You know. And so that one. You know, that one doesn't bother me so much. I'll, I'll be honest with you, because I don't look at it from the way he looks at it, you know? Me, same here. Right. So I look at it from, I know what I want. I know who I am. You know, you can look at it, I know my worth, maybe is what women would say it like, but I know what I want, I know who I am, and I'm comfortable with who I am. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, and some people will say, you know, I'm not going to settle for anything than than whatever. Right. But part of that is at our age. We've been through more. We've experienced life more. Right. And, you know, so that phrase is not going to resonate in, in my opinion, for the 30 below crowd. Right. You know, because no offense, you know, you say you know your worth in a, someone that's below 30. To me, that tells me that you think you're more than what you are. Right. You know, but 40 up, most of the time I'm thinking these people have, they're comfortable with who they are. They've come to accept, you know, their flaws. They may need, they may know they need to work on them, but they have come to terms and peace with certain things. Yes. 
you know, and so for me, you know, there's red flags that I don't want in my life. And at this point in my life, I'd rather be happy single than deal with red flags. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm learning that one. <laughs> so, Definitely learning that one. Right. So the, the, the I know my worth is kind of a catch-22. You know, if it was somebody that was 20 to 30, you know, are you being a little bit cocky, a little arrogant? Because, you know, but by the same token, you know, there's certain things you could say. It's just, it's. That one's a kind of a gray area, 20 to 30, maybe 35 years old. A 40, right. 40 up, I, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Any comments on that one? Well, here's the deal with that. The word worth immediately draws me to the financial aspect of a relationship. Okay. I know my worth. Yes. Why can't you say, I know my value? Yes. Okay. If I saw I know my worth, I... I would immediately take it as somebody that's gone through some tough times, met some crazies online, and they know who they are and what they want, and that they're going to work on improving that in their relationships right. that they're starting online. Right. So that one wouldn't I, that one wouldn't phase me a bit. The, no. It's the other ones that. He didn't say that drive me. There's some that he didn't say that drive me crazy. No, no, I agree with you. Yes. And we'll yes. talk about that at the end of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Beach. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly why. I know. No, no. We'll get, we'll get to it at the end. Let, we'll get, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> you know, you got wound up. There, I, yeah, I know. To... I triggered him, folks. I did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. This microphone. Yeah, there you go. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So three, I mean, you know, I didn't think three needed a lot of discussion. Honestly, it's, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, I just think it was interesting. Okay, number four, friendship first. This was an interesting one. I thought this was very, his spin on it was very unique, but I could see it from his point of view. I don't, I'm on the fence. But I could see his point of view. So friendship first. What do you think? I love it. Okay. Here's why. Okay. A lot of women, I mean, there are women out there that have been abused emotionally and sexually, you know, and when yes. I see or hear that, yeah. I'm thinking the last relationship was narcissistic or maybe very demanding in the sexual aspect of things, and they want to get to know you first. Right. And a lot of men, they don't need an emotional connection with the person they're having sex with. Right. There are men out there that do. Women, by far, Most do. need an emotional connection. So, in the, and what do they say? The average, the when you go online, you meet somebody, the average couple ends up having sex on the second to third date. Yeah. Well, what is the time frame of that? If it's only a couple of weeks, is that enough time to get that emotional connection? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, and it comes back to the one date I went on. Everything was going great until I touched her and I freaked out. I don't know what it was, 
about oh, yeah, her. I remember that? Yeah, energy. remember that? Yeah. So, so yeah, and I mean, then she spent the rest of the night trying to stick her tongue down my throat, you know, until I said something about reincarnation, and then she said, "I don't want to ever speak to you again because that's not right in the Bible." But <laughs> I, I don't. I I agree with that. I want a friendship first. Right. And I don't want a friendship for six or eight months either. Right. You know, I want us to establish that connection. And when the sexual tension starts, right. Don't back away. Right. So it's funny. It's, uh, I'm going to make this comment and this is, you'll agree with me. Friendship first is good. Friend zone is bad. Bad. Very, very bad. I got enough friends. Yeah, exactly. Right. I got as many friends as I want. Let's put it that way. Exactly. And that's the funny thing is, is, you know, when these women come out and like, I'm just looking for a friend, it's like, okay, I'm looking for a friend with potential. Yeah. If she says, I'm just looking for a friend, I'm done. Yeah, exactly. Plus she has her own motorcycle and she lives close where we, we could, she could hook up with a bunch of us and go ride. Yeah. That's different. Right. But see, you know. yeah, if, if you're not looking for a long term, you know, if you're just looking for friends, yeah, I, I have no interest. I'll be yeah, honest. That, that particular one, I did meet a lady who says, I'm just looking for friends on here to ride with. And I said, sounds great, but I don't know if I'd want to do that. I'd want to take this to the next level. Right. And she's like, what? And it caught her off guard. She goes, really? I said, yeah. I said, I, I find you attractive. I like your personality. We've talked on the phone a few times. I don't want to friend zone this this one. Right. And that was it. That was it. That was it. Right. See, and that's the oh. whole thing. But, I mean, at least you're, you know, you're up front. I was honest about it. I was, uh, hey, no. I'm, yeah. I want this relationship to go to the next level. Right. And she's like, well, I'm not ready for that. Not in those many words, but yeah. No, I and know. And that's fine. Right. right. You know, and I, I think that's the that's the crazy thing. Um, it's it, that goes into we were talking about the uh, match my effort and things like that. Right. And so I'll tell you what the guy said, and, and this was an interesting kind of spin on it. I can understand his spin. He said, you know, if somebody's looking for a friendship first, that means she's talking to five different guys. She's trying to find the one that's going to treat her the best. Yep, Mr. Mr. Six Six Six. Right, exactly. You know what? And I can see his point because we know there are women out there that are like that. Yes. So you know that's a valid point. You know, but I don't necessarily think it's you know it, it goes back to if she says friendship only. Yeah. No, running for the hill. If it's I run for the hill. definitely. Right. Because here's the whole thing, you know, they they talk about this. Everybody does. So relationship coaches talk about this. Your best friend should be your partner. Yes. You know, and they talk about it because if it's not, then you got a problem. You're always going to go to your best friend who's somebody else and complain about your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No. You know, you should be able to tell your spouse, whatever, anything and everything that should be your best friend at that, that relationship should be so that's why i don't necessarily disagree with the friendship first but 
there has to be a movement in the right direction because right. I mean, no offense. I got you. I've got Steven. I've got, you know, I got friends. Oh, I yeah. Got those all day long. And, and I got them all over the United States. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, oh. and I make new friends through the foundation and I make friends through, you know, whatever job, podcast. You know, we make friends all the time. Well, do you think you could be close friends, male, female? What? Do you think you could have a close friend like you and I, but with a female? Yeah, why? You think you can? Yeah. Because there's a lot of controversy on the internet saying men and women cannot just be friends because a man's always going to want to hit it. No. Disagree. You disagree with that? Yes. Okay. And See, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. You're always going to hit it? Always gonna want to hit it. Oh no, I, I'm see, I actually have work friends that are female. Yeah, but I'm talking about somebody comes over and hangs out at the house and cooks steaks on the trigger and you know, that kind of friend. See, that's a gray area. See, okay. that's what there there's there, there, there we go. There, there you go. So because that's a little a different. Female, yeah. If it's a female if, if and I she's can... not got if she's single. And it's a female that changes everything. Okay, you got it. You got to put some boundaries around it. We talk about see, boundaries. Yeah, here, but here's the deal with that. So if I came over your house one night and we were cooking steaks on a grill and I had too many beers and I'm like, Jay, I'm just gonna crash here. Where am I crashing? On the couch. If it's a female, she gets a little tipsy. Where's she gonna want to crash? I'll just crash in your bed. No. Yeah, I know. Or You're, yeah. You're like, why don't you just crash in my bed? Do you want to hook up with that? Right. No, I understand. No, I understand. I, yeah. That's my thought process. You, it just can't happen. No, it's a valid I've point. It's a very valid point. Yeah. I've dated women that only has male friends. Right. And like, they would go to the casinos in Louisiana for the weekend and stay in the same room. Right. No. No. If I went with a girl and stayed in the same room while you were at home, flip out. Yeah. But it's okay for you. Right. No. 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 Yeah. I, see, I agree with you on that one 100%. That's, see, that the boundaries, you know, and distance, we talk about man. boundaries. Yeah. Tina, my coworker for the last 12 years. Right. She's one of my very close friends. We don't hang out. We don't party together. We don't call each other and go to movies. We don't do any of that. If she called me right now in the middle of this podcast and was in trouble, the podcast would be over. Right. I understood that. That's the kind of friends Tina and I have been for almost 15 years. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. That's that's the... That works. Right. Right. But you I... have to set boundaries around that. Yes. Yeah. I've been over her house, but I've never stayed there to party. I've never gotten comfortable and kicked back on the couch with us watching TV. We've never done anything like that. Right. Never. Right. Good but yeah, you. like, you know, but we're close, close friends. We talk about everything together. Right. We help each other solve issues and relationships together. She's awesome. Right. But we have our boundary. Yes. And so that's smart, but that's the difference is yes. if you have a friend that's a woman and you're dating a woman. You need to explain there are boundaries 
yes. in our relationship. And you should never be afraid of that. And, and I agree with you. There are certain things that you just don't do. Yeah. If you're married and your wife's hanging out with a bunch of single women, or I'm hanging out with a bunch of single guys at a bar while the wife's at home, no. that's a no-no as well. That is a no-no. You need to actually match it. If you're married, you need to be hanging around with married people. Right. There can so, be one single guy in the group because maybe those five married guys are his wingman. Yeah. But only one, maybe two tops. I mean, it should yeah, be yeah. you should be surrounding yourself with like-minded but, people who are trying to be faithful. Yes. What? Oh, sorry. Like-minded. Like, like-minded. Okay. Yes, like- okay. So, okay, there we go. We've got we got friendship first. Okay, so we're ready for five. Ready for five. And then we're going to move on to our personal one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the triggers. Anyway, <laughs> so, okay, Beach. number five. This is really interesting. Busy, independent women. Yes. Okay, good or bad? I don't think it would be an instant no-go. Run for the hills? You're not going to run for the hills. I'm not going to run for the hills if I see that. That intrigues me because I want to know what they mean by that. Okay. I would want the opportunity to find out what they mean by independent and busy. Okay. If I become not a priority in the relationship, right? that's a problem. Right. You know, if you're working 16-hour days, that kind of thing, right. and you come home and you make me a priority at that point, that's workable. If you're gone in a different state or city two weeks out of a month, no. That's tough. Yeah. Now, what if when if she's you, home for the two weeks, it's all dedicated to you? The, that's something that got to work on it. I don't know if I'd want to... Be in a relationship with somebody that's gone for two weeks out of a month. I know, but but now if she was a doctor working like a seventy-two hour shift right. and off seventy-two hours, that's different. Right. Well, okay. What if what if it was just a short-term project for a year, and she was gone two weeks out of the year, and then if we were at that point living together, I think the boundaries would have been set at that point. Then I wouldn't have a problem with it. But if her whole demeanor changed over the course of that, where she was more standoffish, didn't have time for me, that would be a problem. There's some flags there. Yes. Definitely. She met somebody or she's enjoying hanging out with not another man, but friends that she had met. Right. Right. You know, might not be cheating. And I mean, in my case, it's 100% cheating, but... You know, well, but I mean, you, you make a valid point. Well, if she's out hanging out with women and she's not doing anything wrong, it's not cheating. But if she right. gets to point where hanging out with the women becomes more fun than hanging out with the husband, okay, like, hey, I'm, I'm doing this deal and things over at five o'clock. We're going to go have dinner. I should be back in the room about seven thirty, eight o'clock. I'll call you. Right. And you don't hear from her that whole night. Right. That means that you're really not important. No. You know, right. hey, the meeting ran late, text. Hey, the meeting's running late. Right. 
I'll call you when I'm done. Right. That kind of thing. Right. If you're not going to, that's, that to me is where the respect comes in. Yes. Yes. Effort. That's just plain disrespectful. Now, right. don't get me wrong. I've made the mistakes and done it myself. Right. But I'm right. saying now going forward, I'm not going to make that mistake. Right. Now, I, I think I, now my, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Now in my relationship, I won't flirt anymore. Once I find somebody that's going to set boundaries, structure our relationship, and communicate, right. I'm done. Right. I mean, we always joke about the get-out-of-jail-free card if a celebrity walked up. If Jenny McCarthy walked up to me right now and I was married, I would turn her down. Right. When I was in my 20s and married, oh, hell no. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? I know. Uh, it's so, different now. Sex ain't worth all that for me anymore. So it, it's very interesting, and, and he made a valid point on this situation. Busy is the key word on this one. Independent, that can be spun off dis- differently, but busy. If you are too busy, and this, this one goes back to number two, if you're too busy to make an effort yep, to get to know someone, you know, and so I can understand if you write busy, independent woman, okay, are you making an, are you going to make an effort to get to know someone to make, you know, find out if, it, if, if you like each other, to find out if you, you know, so it, that's a hard thing. And for me, I'll be honest with you, right now, I'm probably not as busy as some other people. My my life is extremely busy right now, and I am ready for it to stop. Right. You know. Yes, you are extremely busy at the moment. Right, and I'm like I'm like looking forward to. No offense, I I I love what I'm doing right now. Right. But I'm I'm going to be ready when I can take a break, and just decompress and. You know, right. it's, you know, we used to record these episodes on Tuesdays and now we're on Wednesdays because now I'm doing a meeting on t- Tuesday nights, you know? Right. And so, I'm, yeah. yeah, so I'm doing a lot of things for the foundation, which are all great things. And I really enjoy doing it, Yeah, but it's eating up a lot of my time. And, and even Gabe's like, you know, it, I don't have a lot of time for him because between work and the meeting, the podcast and this and then that, and then we got this going on and, Oh wait, I got the, uh, yeah. So it's just like, it's insanely crazy. So, right. you know, if, if I yeah. want to make time to get to know someone, now's not the time. Exactly. Right. You know, and that wouldn't be fair to her. Right. And, but see, in life, priorities do change. This isn't going to be an ongoing forever thing for you. No, no. You know, so you're gonna you're gonna get your Tuesdays back after the walk. Yep. In a couple three weeks, and then you know we got Christmas coming up, and so you're having the party at the house and things like that. You got to prep for. But I think your your life's gonna start leveling out after the walk. Right. And then you you know so for two or three or four weeks or maybe even a month, if you're in a relationship. That's a fair notification to say, hey, right. you know, I've got all this going on, blah, blah, blah. And as long as you're legit about, oh, you know, oh, we had a surprise meeting, you know, for the foundation, but you go to a bar because you met somebody, you know, that kind of thing. Right. 
as long as you're legit straight up about it and then make sure you focus on the on your significant other. Right. Exactly. Right. And I, I think that's the now the independent woman thing is is also a little bit an interesting one for me because you know, if you are a what is it? Um I don't want a woman that is dependent on me. I want a woman that is interdependent on me. We talked about that on a previous show, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't want, I don't want someone who's independent. I want someone who's going to be interdependent. You know, they have their own things, but they're looking for someone to join together with, to be a couple with. You know, an independent person means I would rather just do it my way, do my thing, don't get in my way. Right, and and when I when I feel like making time for you, I will. Right, that's not the way a relationship works, and I no. I can I can see his point on that one, but I think yeah. a lot of people interchange independent with interdependent, or they're trying to make it look like they're strong, and they're you know they they can take care of themselves. Independent, I don't think it's the right term for what they're trying to do, but by the same token it is a good representation of what they're trying to do. So that's where I'm like, okay, I don't necessarily know that I'd run for the hills that just because a girl said she was independent, that doesn't matter to me because it, it all depends on how she approaches the relationship or the getting to know you, you know, because here's the whole thing as a single person, you are independent. You have to do everything independent. What you don't know anything different. Right. You know? So if she's had to learn how to be independent, can you blame her? Not at all. <laughs> no. So nope. that one that one really that one, you know, the busy, yeah, if you're just too busy, why are you on the dating scene? Yeah. Why yeah. bother? Right, exactly. Because if you don't if you're, you're looking for a hookup, you can find fifty of those in five minutes. Right. And you know what? Their tender's good for you right there. You know that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Don't try to make a relationship. Just put it on Tinder. I'm looking for a hookup. Let's go. You know? Okay. So here's my play on independence. Okay. I would more right off the bat run towards the independent woman. Yes. Because I want to know what her definition of independent is. Good call. I'm going to do what I want, when I want, how I want, and I will bring you into my life when I so choose. I got That's not going to happen. Run for the hills. Here's the thing that I look at when I see a woman say, I'm an independent woman. I want an independent woman because I don't want to be needed. I want to be wanted. Ooh, good call. I like that. So see, if an independent woman can take care of herself, but wants me, I'm going to give that woman whatever she desires. Right, right. You know, if she's trying to move the corp- up the corporate ladder and doing better than me, I'm going to follow right in behind her and push her right up that hill. Right. I'm going to support her like the wife of a president. Right. The you're you're literally going to be like, you know, you can, you can, you oh. can. Keep going. Oh. Yeah. What do I need to do to help you get better? Right, exactly. Do you need me to cook and make a party at home? I'll do it. If I'm the one you want, yes, and the only one you want, running right to the top of the ladder, CEO, right, boom, you're running your own business, 
and it takes up a lot of your time. But when you step away from that, I'm the one you want. Your business is going to thrive because I'm going to help you do it. Right. Right. That's what I see when I see independent. Now, when they get, you know, if the relationship moves forward enough to where I don't feel like I'm a priority in their life, everything else becomes more of a priority. Right. Nope. Right. That's not going to happen. No. I dated a lady that dogs were her priority. Right. And I was there to make sure she had a good meal and <laughs> put gas in her car and pay her health insurance. Oh, Lord. That's not the independence I want. No. That's not the no. uh, alpha female you want. <laughs> I'm you sorry. You can be an alpha female, but you better, I should be, if you want me, then want me. Yeah, exactly. No, Even I, if I know. I want you to support me. You know, you, I have feelings and emotions too, so you have to reciprocate that. Exactly. Effort goes back to number two, one hundred percent. Two is a huge one for us. Yeah. Yep. You know, and that's. I think that's the most challenging thing for you, because a lot of these tie in together. Yeah. And if you don't see effort at the beginning, like within the first two weeks. What's the point? Yes. You know, it, it's, you, you know, she hasn't shown you anything that makes you think that she's going to be any, any different later. Then right. what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. So no, that's a very, that's a valid, that's a valid one. That's funny. Um, yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. So let's get into it. <laughs> I, and I, I'm just going to jump right in here, Jay. I am like tired of reading every single profile. I love the mountains and the beach. I love anything water. I love dancing and music. You know, one of the things that you listen to these people say, guys, don't go on your profile and say, I have a good job and a big house and I've got a motorcycle and I've got, you know, a diesel truck and travel trailers and, you know, the right. Women don't care about that. They want to know what your emotional state is. Right. So go on and say, I have honesty, integrity, loyalty. You know, I enjoy my family. You know, your profile should be emotional. Right. You're going to come at me and say, I've seen one that was just in quotes. I love to travel. My response to that is, bye, because what that kind of stuff tells me, you love to travel because you can't do it. Right want a guy to hook up and pay for your traveling exactly and so since he's paying for you to go travel with him you're going to give him some right that's not the relationship i want that's a fair point you know yeah you know what i'm saying not all women are like that but i will say that a lot of the majority of them that we've encountered are like that i'm just sick of seeing the same thing yes i know Uh, anything water i love animals i'm a rescuer I love to travel. I love to dance music. Right. You know, that's all you see. Right. Yeah. Now the one, the the rest, all of them are the same. Right. Now. Yeah. I I think I met a girl once that I talked to who was a foster. I know you did too, but I never, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hold on. But no, the the foster of the dogs, I, I understand. Okay. They're, right. they're, they don't have the kids in the house anymore. They're trying to keep themselves busy. Right. I understand. Okay. 
But by the same token, you know, what's your future plan? Because if you're going to continue to foster dogs, well, that takes away from the attention that I'm supposed to be getting. Right. There should be a limit yes. to your fostering. Yes, there should be a limit, you know, and and honestly, you know, I won't, and, and I know this sounds really horrible, I have a dog, folks, and a cat, okay, so I don't hate pets. Right. But I don't want to date a woman who has more than one dog. Okay. I have a legitimate reason. Not everybody's going to agree with it. There are plenty of people out there who are just like, my dog is my child. My dog is not my child. He acts like it sometimes, but he <laughs> is not my child, okay? There's a difference. I, right. love, I love my dog. I love Scratch. Everybody who comes to my house knows I love my dog, but he's my pet. He's not my child, okay? Right. And if you have a dog and we get together, that's two dogs in the house, Right. Okay. And and I'm a I'm a two dog limit. <laughs> you know, I'm just... <laughs> Everybody, you gotta listen to the old podcast because a two dog limit is way beyond what I experienced. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I know. <laughs> exactly. And we'll let you tell that one. But but see that's that's my whole thing is it's like, look, I already got one dog, and if you add to it, that's two dogs. Okay. And I understand Women, you know, they love their pets, but that's that's hard for. I don't want three dogs. I don't want four dogs. I don't want five dogs. Right. You know, I I, I raised kids. I, I don't want to raise dogs. <laughs> you know, and I know that sounds you know, horrible. At, at the beginning of that one relationship that had ten and then eleven, right? In the midst of that, it was so overwhelming that you know every night. That was spending so much time cleaning up after all 10 dogs and feeding all 10 dogs and giving the medication to the two or three. And, you know, right. That a lot, that's not just 10, 15 minutes, you know, or even an hour a night spending with your animals. Right. Cause once you feed them, then you got to clean up after them. They put, you know, in the backyard and then they all cuddle up on the couch and then the half of them sleep in the bed. And, you know, that's, that's a fetish yes. at that point. Yes, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, and I didn't think it was until I found out it was. Yes, you know, right. That I was there to pay bills, and that was pretty much how I felt. Right. Not saying that was the case, but yeah. No, it was the case. Let's just yeah. be honest. <laughs> so. But yeah, the same thing. Yeah. Change up your profile if you're a single person listening to this podcast. Change it up a little bit. You know. Honest to God, say what you really want. I actually changed my profile quite a bit. Yes. I came back, and one time I was like, I'm looking for somebody that's willing to learn to work on communication, boundaries, and structure in a relationship. Right. Got more hits because of that, but then these were some of these were the overzealous, you know, I want somebody that's in halfway decent shape. I don't want somebody that works out five hours a day and only eats kale. And, you know, that's, you know what I mean? I know. They don't drink and they don't, you know, they're in bed by the clock, but they're up at four and they're running the neighborhood. That's not what I'm looking for either. Right. 
I want you to take care of yourself, but I don't want you to be overzealous with it. It's just like a meth head, that's all they want is meth. A workout person that's like that, that's an addiction just like meth. No, it is. Or crack. Yeah. You know, it's it's the uh, it's a good addiction, but you can work yourself right into a heart attack and die or a stroke from yeah. over over exercising. You know. Yeah. So it's there's good and bads to everything, but I'm looking for that middle of the road normie. Anybody who's been around people that are addicted, I'm a normie. You know, I don't have addictive qualities like some people do. So I'm looking for that normie, you know. I, 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 I disagree know. with your point. Oh, do you now? Yeah, I do. We'll throw it down there, pork chop. I don't know if disagree. we can talk about tell it. Me, I, tell me why. I want to know. Okay. I'm not a normie. What do you disagree <laughs> with? First off, let's get to the what do you disagree with. <laughs> I think you do have an addiction. I just don't know that it's a... It's just a... A recognized addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Cigarette smoking is a recognized addiction. That's an addiction. I know that, but that's not what I was I, talking I, about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well, throw it out there. I need to know. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I have... Codependency? Uh, uh, no. Oh, it's a physical... It's a physical addiction. Oh, you think I have a sex addiction? <laughs> you know what? And it's it's a valid point. And I would agree to you with a certain amount. I, I'm teasing I, you more than anything. And you know that. I, I, I really know, am. But no, this is a very important conversation to have, though. Right. When I when I love intimacy. Yes. Okay. Yes. That spawns the sexual I know. wanting and needs of the sex. I know. So being that close or being intimate, other yeah. lack of words, inside of somebody yes, and being able to feel those emotions because you care about them, oh, yeah, I, I'm addicted to that. <laughs> see, yeah. But see, that's a self-awareness. That's the yeah, difference. Yeah. I was teasing, okay? I, and and Nick, Nick, Nick didn't probably... It's an, it's an important part of talking about relationships. Yes, it, it is. Very much is so. Right. I want a woman who is sexually active. I don't have to have it uh, every day or five times a day or, right. you know, right. once a week. Be great. You know, right. twice a week would be a bonus. That's that's about my limit. I right. don't want to do more than that, you know. Yeah. And But you and, want that intimacy that's associated with it. Yes, that emotional kick. Yes. Yeah. Love that. Yes. I love that. Yes, but so you know, I, I was more teasing, but it's yeah. But there is some truth to 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 the side of it, but it's not for the action itself, but the emotional attachment that goes with it is a key. Point. Right, because on the flip side of that, you will never catch me walking into a bar, picking up a chick, and bringing her home. Right. I've done it maybe once in my entire life. Right. It's yeah, because it doesn't give you the emotional the intimate yeah. yeah. I know. Hit it, I, I'm just not into that hit it, you know, thing. I just, I never have been. I need the emotional connection. Then you're in trouble. Right. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be humping you like a dog. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, dude, we got to wrap this up. All right. Uh, any last thoughts on what we discussed? Uh, what uh, just, yeah, we, a lot of stuff. I mean, honestly, it, it's, you know, because we talk about this, 
from a woman's profile. I was, I w- that was what I was going to say. I would be interested to see like what Elise and some of our other single friends see if we can't get their top five and we talk about their five, top five for guys' profiles. And what- see, I honestly wanted to get on there and create a profile on one of these sites as a female just to be able to read what – because we don't see it. I don't see it. I know. I know. I don't know what their profiles say. Yeah. I would be interested in wanting to look at a bunch of men profiles to see how they say it, not necessarily to, you know. I know. I know. Go on a date with them or anything. Yeah, it's not Star Wars all over again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's good stuff. I know. I know. Anyway, but no, yeah, I was just, yeah, that's the only thing I wanted to throw out. We talked about, but we identify that men have their things they put on their profiles too that yes yeah and so we're going to try to gather that information so we can bring it back to you yeah right. you know so don't 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 give up hope we're we're not we're not biased to you know yes we are men um and so that's our experience is you know dating women but it, you know we we understand that women identify things on profiles that they don't like as well and we right. have those discussions with our friends we just yeah we do you know, we just need to write them down. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm good at that. <laughs> not writing stuff down. <laughs> okay, any last words before we wrap this one up? You know what I want to say. Love you, brother. Love you, brother. <laughs> Absolutely love you, brother. Love you too, man. Love you too. And we love you too, folks, out there in the uh, podcast world and even in the normal world. So um, keep following. Keep listening. <laughs>